Marco on the normal radio. Free weed. Free weed. Oh, yo. Danny Danko come to show you how it goes. You're now tuned in to Free Weed from Danny Danko on normal radio. Presented by High Times Magazine. See me, I say, boom, bang. Big respect. See me, I say, Danny Danko. Alright, thank you to DJ Jacques and Winstrong for the tune. It's available on SoundCloud. Welcome back. Episode 24 of High Times Presents Free Weed from Danny Danko. We're excited. We're just back from the Bay Area. Our third annual High Times Medical Cannabis Cup was held in Richmond, California. If you were there, you know uh, all the fun that was had. If you were not, we're going to wrap some of that up for you. We'll talk about the winners. We'll talk about the... Music. We'll talk about the wonderful activities that went on, the, the medicating area, all that fun stuff. We also have managing editor of High Times, Jen Burns, coming on to talk about uh, some music stuff, as well as talk a little bit about San Francisco. And our interview is with Selecta Nika T. If you don't know about this gentleman, he's out of Colorado. He's a uh, very amazing solventless hash maker as well as a prolific reggae dj so we'll be talking to him about uh solventless hash and and techniques for making that and uh all of that should be interesting and we have our usual cultivation section of course with the strain of the week uh with our tip of the week which is going to be about cooling down grow rooms i know it's really hot and it a lot is of, hot it's My hot goodness in a lot of parts of the country so we're going to talk about uh, tips and tricks for cooling down your grow rooms for optimum levels of temperature so that you can continue to grow through the, through the summer. And our usual Q&A, questions and answers from our listeners, which is exclusively Twitter questions this week. Right, Mike? Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> awesome. It's all so, Twitter. <laughs> cool. Episode 24, without further ado, we'll be back. And thank you for joining us. Welcome back. Episode 24 is in effect. It is in effect, isn't yeah. it? And we're still glowing over this uh, <laughs> incredible cannabis cup, medical cup that we just had. That is true. Before we get into that, though, just uh, to remind listeners who may have missed last week, uh, we are in a new location right in the middle of the office, the High Times office. Yeah. And so you might hear a little background noise, people on the phone, people yeah. maybe, you know, doing other things. Exactly. But uh, yeah, it's just background noise. It's ambiance. We're considering it ambiance. All right. Now that that's out of the way, don't let it throw you. Yeah. Just, yeah. Alrighty. So, so yeah, cup, welcome back from the cup, Dan. Uh, yes, welcome back yourself, Mike. And Brought uh, with me a nice little head cold. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a little weird right cup, now. That's called the cup cough. Or the Every cup, time. Cup flu. Yeah, that happens. I mean, you know, you're sharing joints and you're hanging out with a ton of people and, you know, it's inevitably, um, you know, a little bit of a germ fest in that way, but... It was a blast. I got to tell you, we got to the Bay Area about a week in advance, got to do some fun stuff, played golf at the Golden Gate Golf Course, which has got to be the most cannabis-friendly golf course I've ever been on. <laughs> I would imagine. And that's, that's uh, nine holes, yeah. right? Nine holes, par three, kind of an executive course, long, long nine, par threes. So how did you, you do? I did pretty good. I did pretty good. I was uh, second in our group of four. So not bad. Right. It's better than being second of two. <laughs> yeah. And so that was fun. We got some great Chinese food in Chinatown. We did a ton of smoking. The people, you know, judging the concentrates and the edibles were just uh, incoherent blobs. And, uh, yeah, I got to do sativas with a group of other uh, people that were chosen for the special expert panel. And that was really a lot of fun. Now, how uh, would you say that stacked up against uh, Denver? Because I know you did sativas there as well. Yeah, I mean, they're neck and neck. I really feel like the Bay Area and uh, Colorado are the, you know, meccas of cannabis right now as far as the quality goes and consistency of quality and burnability and flavor and all of those things that we take into account. And, you know, the percentages uh, show that as well. Once we get that stuff lab tested, everything is, you know, over 20% THC, some creeping up to 24%. So, and there's CBD. Well, you know, it, it's just a, it, both, 
both of them are kind of at the pinnacle, and they they sort of bounce they that can't ball. Lose, basically. They bounce that yeah. ball back and forth. You know, when I'm in Colorado, I feel like they're the best. When I'm in the Bay Area, I feel like they're the best. But really, they're both really top notch, and it's kind of tough to choose between them. But and that's pretty it, much what everyone was saying. It's for a high class category. problem. It is a high class problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the music as well was Well, first was we should just talk about this venue. Now, oh, now yeah, we were unable way. to actually uh, do the cup in yeah. San Francisco. So we went to uh, Richmond, which is just across the bay there. Across the bay, just north of uh, Oakland and Berkeley. And we were right there on the water with just an amazing view. And this building could not have been more beautiful. This was an old Ford factory uh, where they produced all kinds of uh, heavy equipment and cars over the years. And... The ceilings were, you know, vaulted maybe 50, 60 feet high, if not higher, with big, huge windows facing the bay. Um, just a really cavernous, wonderful, uh, naturally lit, uh, naturally lit venue. So yeah, the light streaming in was was really beautiful, and yeah. I think everyone just seemed in a really good vibe. You could go right outside and look across the bay at Berkeley, and then you also had a view of San Francisco. It, it was yeah. something. It was very nice. A really great venue um, with just outstanding light. I can't get over that because a lot of times you go to a trade show and you're in, under fluorescent lighting all day, and it, it tends to wear on you. It, you know, it might be okay for pot plants, but I don't think it's really meant. Humans are meant for that. So that was beautiful. And then outside, of course, we had the medicating area with right. tons of booths there. What 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 I, amounts to be the largest medicating area I believe we've ever had. Oh, yes, yes, it was huge. And it's interesting that the venue used to be uh, a place where heavy machinery was made, and, and when we were there, uh, no one should have been operating heavy machinery because Absolutely. that medicating area was out of control. Yeah, I mean, about the heaviest you could operate is like a torch, you know, and a rig, an oil rig. And, and there was a lot of dabbing going on out there, and there was a lot of cannabis being consumed in edible form, in flower form, in concentrate form. Uh, there were some topicals, uh, great company, Doc Greens. But, yeah, I mean, it was just amazing to see and got to uh, hang with people like Subcool and Swerve, a lot of the people who have been on the show in the past. Um, Bushy Older Grower, BOG, Mel Frank. Uh, and Subcool did your panel on Saturday, yeah, right? Yeah, we yeah. had a great panel Saturday with Subcool, uh, Drew West, who's been on the show, the author of West, uh, Secrets of West Coast Masters. Uh, we had Kay from Tricom Technologies, which was uh, very enlightening. We had Rick Frommer. Rick Frommer, who we've had on the show as well, the buyer from Harborside, a uh, cannabis buyer for uh, one of the world's finest dispensaries. And yeah, that was just outstanding, a great panel. And uh, it was just a shame it was so short. We only had an hour and we could have talked for many more. So, uh, you know, the next one, we'll just pick up where we left off. But that was great. And, and then that night, oh, the concert yeah. uh, brought Connection. to us by Cali Connection. We and talked Swerve. about that with Swerve last week. Well, that concert was fantastic. Dell is a Bay Area legend. I believe he's from right there around Oakland and Richmond. And yeah, he he rocked it. We started with the headliners this time, which is an interesting way to kind of keep people there. And it worked. People stayed and and watched Dell, which was great. Um, then Smoke Dizza and Harry Fraud, they well, were technically, fantastic. Uh, we, we brought up um, the Dilated People's Guys. Expansion dilated. Team Sound yeah. System was up next, right. and then Smoke came out. Right. And then finally Rocka. we ended with these uh, dab rappers. Yeah, Task and, and Linus, who yeah. really impressed me. I, it was my first time hearing them, and uh, they had some really interesting uh, raps about you know concentrates and BHOs. And very talented chaps, and also... Uh, Sell titanium nails as well. Yeah, they had a booth. Highly, they were selling their Highly wares. educated. Yes, yeah. highly educated. Well, so. shout outs to them. Shout outs to Raka and Babu. It was a great night. Smoked his uh, Harry Fraud. My homie, DJ Jacques, who does. Ah, uh, yeah, DJ Jacques. He was Jacques. the DJ. Uh, wow, that was the next night. That was but, the next yeah, night, yeah. but he was there. Well, yeah. let's talk about the next night because that, that's why we're here. The awards. The, the Sunday night award show yeah. is uh, is why we do these these yeah. cups. So, right. yeah. Well, I would be remiss not to mention all the wonderful nonprofits as well that were on the floor of the uh, wonderful Craneway Pavilion venue. Normal Russ's uh, show was streaming live from there. I did that show. Uh, Cannabis Cuts with Mary Toppins and uh, Vaporonica was there, and, and we got to go on that show as well and promote free weed. So check them out. Uh, obviously, you guys know about them, but yeah, two great pot, uh, podcasts. And 
Yeah, all those nonprofits. Just uh, uh, Mike Hyde. I got to meet him from the Cash Hyde Foundation too. We'll have him on the show on a future episode. He was very inspiring and awesome. So and Maps. They had a really cool art installation, and they were doing belly dancing and all kinds of cool shit. So that was rad. Thank you to Maps. Anyways, uh, yeah, let's get into the awards. Best Indica first place was taken by Cordero Kush Platinum from the San Jose Patients Group. I uh, ne- never, I don't think I ever even got a chance to smoke that one, but it was a uh, category dominated by Kush's for sure. I mean, uh, second as place we, was as master, we expected. Yeah, of course. And second place was that Master Yoda Kush from Kush Connection. Cherry Cola from Sonoma County Collective rounds it out. So that was third. Best Sativa, my category. Uh, first place was Premium Jack Herrer from Playbud Delivery Service. Now, is that what you had? Was that your pick for top one? It was. It All was right. number eight as far as I saw. This was blind testing. But, yeah, that was number eight. Everybody agreed uh, that that was really uh, above and beyond. So that was top notch. Interesting so, to see a delivery service take first place over uh, some established dispensaries as well. Absolutely. But but since this was your category, why don't you tell everybody about the high? What was the high like the premium Jack Herrer? Oh, well, I think it's called premium because it, it's like the Jack but just – uh, you know, on steroids in a good way, though. I mean, it really had that electric sativa feel that you want. Uh, you just wanted to finish the joints of that. If you smoked it in a pipe, you know, you didn't take one hit or two hits. You just kept smoking it because the flavor was there. The burnability was perfect, burned to a, a very clean white ash. And, yeah, I mean, the high, obviously, is the most important. And, and that was just a really uplifting uh, long-lasting sativa high, perfect for the daytime and perfect for like things, you know, chores around the house and things like that. Or say putting together the cannabis cup or medical yeah, cannabis cup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Excellent. You know, or putting together a podcast. There you go. <laughs> uh, right, so uh, best hybrid. Best hybrid was the Larry OG Kush uh, Cali Connection Seed Company. Nice to see Swerve win Swerve, that one. He was yeah, very happy. And that Larry OG just stands out in the crowd. So that was great to see that. Uh, take first place and congrats to him on that that's the strain that just keeps winning uh, CBD got an award for first place now let's just uh, tell everyone who may not know wh- what is the CBD award CBD is an award given uh, strictly based on the uh, on the lab results so it was just the highest CBD this is for medicinal purposes not so much to get you high but to reach aches and pains for patients in their bodies um, so CBD is something that recreational users aren't quite as interested in, but medical patients really need. So that first place went to MCU ATF bubble from Hills Pharmacy. Master Control Unit is the full name of that. So, And shout out to Hills Pharmacy. That's another delivery service taking first place. And I think that's kind of the wave of the future in the wake of some of these crackdowns that have been going on is that uh, sort of delivery service model in the Bay. So uh, shout out to Hills Pharmacy and for that win. Now the uh, the very hot thing out in Bay Area, yeah. the thing that everyone I mean, wants to smoke out there. Everybody's dabbing and everybody's got their rigs, and they are all looking for the the best uh, concentrates. So first place went to Hardcore OG Butter uh, from Superior Extracts for West Coast Cures, and I did you know I did get to test some of these after my sativa testing was yeah, done. You did, huh? That's interesting. Yeah, and they were really really strong, really really flavorful. Anything in this top three is unfuckwittable as the third place winner unfuckwittable OG Wax will attest. So, yeah, if you're interested in concentrates, I uh, challenge you to try these three winners and tell me they're not the best in the Bay. So just so they know, um, the other one, OG Super Sexy Butter from Other Side Health Management, and then third place, as Dan mentioned, unfuckwittable OG (laughs) Wax. That's Venice uh, Medical Wax Centers. Yes, sir. Uh, best non-solvent hash award. This is an award we give uh, to a, a deserving hash that may have been pushed out of the top three due to not being made out of butane oil. Uh, and we are going to get butane. in depth with that whole topic gonna, with yeah. uh, Nick a T later Absolutely. in this show. That went to the solventless BAMF mix hash from Buds and Roses Collective, who were a big winner in Los Angeles. So congrats oh, to them. cleaned up in L.A. Now, yeah. that's, that's Cushman, right? Buds and Roses? It is. I'm not sure if this uh, this hash was him or not, but he he works with Buds and Roses and actually with uh, that delivery Hills Pharmacy. Oh, wow. Yeah. We'll talk to him in a future episode, too. He he wasn't able to make it out. Uh, shout out to his cat, Muggsy. 
20 years old, a little bit sick, so we're hoping he feels better. Did you just give a cat shout, shout out? out to a cat? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, I've known Muggsy for a long, long, no, long I, time. No, I, I understand. I'm just... That cat's been in more grow rooms than most people, too. Right. All right. Well, shout out to Muggsy. <laughs> uh, best edibles. A gr- another interesting category. And this first place winner is something that I loved. It was the Eleve uh, Gourmet Veganic Medicated Truffles, again from Hills Pharmacy. And Eleve means high in French. And I got to tell you, I took, I ate half of one of these tiny truffles before I got on my flight back. And I was high. It was Eleve. So congrats. I saw more people tripping their goddamn heads off. Uh, um, edibles at this cup than any well, there was time a lot before. Of it was giveaways. Amazing. There yeah. was a lot of giveaways, and if you were hungry, you really could succumb to that, and and many did. So oh, sorry, they they all look very tasty, right? And and, uh, I, yeah, yeah. and they're also very potent. Yeah, I tell you know anybody if it's medicated, you know, eat just a little bit and wait a long time because some of that stuff takes a while to hit you, and when it does, it can really it can hit, hit you hard. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool. Uh, the edibles were amazing. Shout out to Hills Pharmacy for that win too. They were very excited. Um, Mama Peas took best booth and best product with the grinder, which was pretty interesting. And best glass went to Hitman. You know, I mean, they're they're the top. Yeah, I, hard I, to hard to beat Hitman. At it's this hard point. to beat them, and they've got all. They're they're on the cusp of not just functionality. But art, you know, their their glass art is functional always. I mean, at the top of function. Yeah. But but um, you know, judging from that chess pieces book and judging from some of their really intricate collaborations with artists like Banjo and uh, Snodgrass and Legendary. Yeah, there, there was a chess uh, set at the house. Right? There was. That we was played chess. By... I played chess with Dougie on that chess set, and it was fully functional. And it was a chess set. We actually played a full game of chess to a stalemate on that set. So shout out to them for just pushing the envelope of what's what can be done with art, smoke, glass. I'm, uh, I'm curious glass. about that, that stalemate. We'll have to have Dougie on the show to confirm that you actually... He let me take back a move that I probably uh, should not have made. Interesting. And I, you know, uh, the truth comes out. Yeah, he would have won otherwise. So shout out to Dougie and Hitman Glass. Those are the winners, and uh, everyone's a winner, really, I think, because whether you show or you place or you come in last we all still had a great time we celebrated cannabis we celebrated its medicinal properties and we celebrated the plant we also celebrated richard lee uh i gotta mention that he was our lifetime achievement award winner oh so gracious he went on and he thanked all the people who worked with him at oaksterdam and all the people who helped out to make it possible um, he's not a victory lap type type of guy, so he he shout out to him and yeah, everything. It definitely he's, it was a done. special moment because it's not something that he does very often. No, but he he's took not the a seeker of publicity, gracious. and yeah. yeah, he he's not that. He's a guy he guy who'd rather remain behind the scenes and just do what he does. Uses his own money, puts his money where his mouth is, and so it, he's done incredible things for Oakland and the whole Bay Area and the cannabis movement to absolutely legalize altogether um, and moving beyond medical, which we all believe is, is, is necessary and possible. So uh, it wouldn't be possible without people like Richard Lee. So thank you to him and, and shout out to him for that. We yeah, also absolutely. got to celebrate Dr. Lester Grinspoon's birthday on stage at the award show. I got a nice hearty cheer from the crowd to celebrate that as well. So shout out to Lester Grinspoon. You sure did. All right, uh, we got to wrap this up. That was the San Fran Cup, but the High Time Circus is coming to Seattle next. So uh, make your plans for mid-September. We will be there. And, yeah. uh, what and we got uh, coming uh, up? November in Amsterdam. Mm. Get your tickets now. And 25th. get your flights now too. Right on. All right, That's what's up next? Next will be Jen Burns talking about some uh, musical accompaniment on the show. Excellent. All right, stick around. We'll be back. And you know where it's at. Diesel catch, you better check it. On the microphone, I'm leaving carnage and wreckage. Yeah, I'm half stepping hell now. Hey, you guys, are you wondering where to get seeds reliably? Well, look no further than Ontario Seed Bank. After 10 years of growth, these guys are around for the long haul. They've got all the Cali Connection, Tahoe OG, Deadhead OG, all that stuff. They got Subcool, TGA, Cheesequake. Jilly Bean, all that as well, and a whole line of their own stuff too, as well as Wild Rose and Giant Green Seeds. So take a look at their powerful award winners. Hundreds more are online at OntarioSeedBank.ca and at 416-255-5355. 
They're in Toronto. They have a storefront. Tell them Danny Danko and Free Weed sent you, and they've got probably a special deal that you might get as well on uh, free delivery on orders over 25 bucks, and you can buy bulk and save large. So check them out, OntarioSeedBank.ca. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Mike Hughes. Uh, Dan is actually receiving his weekly Botox injection, so he can't join us for this segment. But I think we could all agree it's worth it. I mean, for 75, he looks great. But anyway, I'm happy to have with me here uh, managing editor Jen Bernstein, friend of the show. Welcome, Jen. What's up, Mike Hughes? How you doing? <laughs> Not much. How are you doing? I'm I'm okay. I'm feeling good. You know, we're fresh back from San Fran. Had yeah. an awesome time. Yeah, you were you were in charge of uh, the the products at the expo, right? Yep, I pretty much run uh, vendor relations and hang out with all of the really cool uh, products and people that represent them. And it was chock full of, you know, really neat stuff. Yeah, a lot of good stuff this time. What were uh, some of your favorites? What left an impression? Um, well, let's see. Oh, well, there's this guy I know, Sean, from Fish Tour. And he started Hydrographics. And it's these really cool, like, hand-painted enamel bongs. And you can get any decal or company name or friend's name written along the side. And I think he was doing really well. And it's really cool because this is just a kid I knew from, like, tour and now Facebook. And then to see him, uh, you know, slinging his gear off the lot at an expo, at a High Times Expo, no less. It was just really cool because, you know, we all want our friends to do well. And he's a super cool dude. That's very cool. So I like that. And then um, there was... Was this uh, iPhone attachment, which is, um, it's, I guess it hooks up underneath through the power supply, and it's a magnifying glass, and it can magnify, I guess, buds or, you know, any material, 60 times zoom. And I think it's from the guys from Kindstack. Uh, it's almost available. We'll know pretty soon. I'm sure Danny Danko will cover it in gear, but it was just this amazing new product. And it's that's just that's cool great. To see so it does it through the, the the phone's camera. Uh, yeah, used through the iPhone camera, wow. and so you can visually see, you know, sixty times magnification, uh, you know, right on your on iPhone. Your phone. That is crazy. So well, let's let's talk a little bit about the uh, the winners for best product. Uh, was it Mama P's grinder took first? Yeah, uh, once again, Mama P's a wholesome grinder uh, by Mate. So Mate does these really cool uh, magnetic lighters, but it's kind of like this all-in-one combo. It's a huge. It's not huge, but it's a larger size grinder. And um, you know how sometimes grinders get all like you know not stuck together because of the material, but um, the metal that it's used, it's not. Uh, how do you say uh, even? Anyways, it's a great grinder, and I'm happy that they won again. And actually, uh, they told me that they won't be competing anymore because they've just won so many times. They're going to uh, give somebody else a chance now. Uh, but definitely look out for Mate and Yeah, that's, that's very cool. Them. They have, they've grinder. cleaned up the last few cups, so it's nice that they're bowing out. But congratulations to them. They make a great yeah. grinder. Very cool. Yeah, and then the, the, what, the KO Nail. Yeah, so... From the dab wrappers, like I go to talk to these vendors, and not only are they the dab wrappers, but they're also cool product makers and innovators and entrepreneurs. And they won second place for the KO nail. Um, and what it is, it's this uh, titanium nail head that's used for dabbing. And it's just new technology instead of having to use a dome to suck the smoke down, uh, well, that's what the nail does. It, there's this hole in the middle, and it sucks the smoke through instead of using the glass uh, right. You don't, you don't even need the dome. You just put the nail in. Correct. It gets hot, and you put the oil around the side, and it pulls it down. Yeah. No, that's very cool. True. Very good. That's very yes. cool. Yeah, yeah and so then, those then, guys are awesome. So they won that, and then they performed yep. at the Saturday Night Cup, uh, mm-hmm. Saturday Night Concert, so that was cool. Yeah. 
And like then, of those course, guys. your favorite, the the grinder card. Oh, you yeah. love those. So they won in Amsterdam uh, through Greenhouse Seeds, V Syndicate. So V Syndicate does these wallet-sized grinder cards, and they have this little sheath that goes around it. But it's a metal grinder card, and if you imagine, you know, something that you would grate your carrots with, but you can grate your weed. Um, and you just slide it back into the little sheath, stick it in your wallet, you you never have to break up wheat again. You just uh, kind of grind your nug over this card. So V Syndicate yeah, it's like a, has like been... a cheese grater for weed, sort of, yeah, right? It's awesome. Yeah, that's very it's cool. Great. You don't have to carry around a big clunky grinder. Yeah. Just this little card. And you always do have it. it with you. They have keychain ones too that I actually showed in our uh, preview cup commercial. That's right. An epic preview cup, <laughs> cup preview commercial You're right there. You're a movie star. Yeah. You actually did get that comment. <laughs> I did. FDX, yeah. Yeah. Some people, the movie star thing is relative, I right. guess. It's a pleasure to meet all of you. Always. There you go. Well, just to switch gears real quick, um, this is actually, uh, in addition to being Jen Bernstein, you are NYC Jam Gal. Yes, I have. You like music, as I, you have previously stated on this show. I do enjoy the music, and uh, I'm happy to speak with you today about the unsigned band of the month Upcoming, for, yeah, for September. our September issue. Yeah. So Leroy Justice, these guys are like Southern rockers, tried and true. Like imagine Led Zeppelin and Black Crows if they had a baby. Not really, but they're out of. Brook, they're out of New York. They're out of basically out of Brooklyn. So it's interesting to get that really like Delta Southern tinged rock, but you know it's like whiskey rock. They, yeah, yeah, and, and sort of a local band for us at least. You yeah, know, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I've seen them a few times, Mercury Lounge. I've seen them at the Y. I've seen them at Brooklyn Bulls. So these guys just continue to to tour. They've been supporting North Mississippi All-Stars, All-Stars, sorry, on a few uh, shows. And uh, they're going to be at Modown, which is a festival that I love and go to every year. And that's August 10th through 12th. And that's in turn New York. And besides Leroy Justice, Mo plays every night, Grace Potter, Humphreys McGee, Galactic. So they've got a really good lineup. Um, but Leroy Justice, um, you know, they played Bonnaroo this year for the first time, impressed the hell out of people at South by Southwest, and uh, even showed Colorado some love. So definitely make sure to go to LeroyJustice.com, check out their tour dates, and see if they're coming to a venue near you. That sounds great. And at the end of this segment, we'll give you a little sampling of a Leroy Justice song. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah. like them on Facebook also, and go ahead and like me on Facebook, and I'll like you back. It's just NYC Jam Gal Live Music and Reviews. And you really do keep up to date. I mean, you were just at Mo last night. Yeah, uh, two, two consecutive nights, of nights Mo, right after, after the Sam's Fran Cup. Uh, <laughs> That's you know, dedication. No sleep for the weary. No, no. But while you were in San Fran, you got to do something pretty cool. It was like a very Grateful Dead themed uh, cup for you, right? Yeah, it was cool. Um, got to visit um, the Tamalpe Research Institute, which is TRI Studios. It's Bob Weir's Playland. It's. Uh, like he's got like five studios there, which you can rent out or visit and they do webcasts. And, um, besides it being owned by Bobby and being built to Bobby's specifications, it's like you take a tour of this place and it just reeks of the dead old tour cases and further related gear. It's just bad ass. Yeah. And then also, so after that, um, I, you know, I visited with my friend Doe, who's the, the manager there. Um, we went out to dinner with him and his wife and their kids. We went to Terrapin Crossing, which is Phil Lesh, uh, the basis for The Grateful Dead. Uh, and further now, he, uh, you know, opened up his new venue, which is a venue. It's a restaurant. It's on the water. Uh, great food. And the Jay Giles Band was performing that night, and of course, like Phil Lesh came and sat in, and it was just incredible. Yeah, because... how surreal! You're just sitting there eating your Caesar salad, and all of a sudden, <laughs> uh, Phil Lesh is walking Dude, up the stairs, putting on a bass. Phil Lesh, yeah, yeah, and it's far you know, out. it's cool because I really feel like he tried to model it after Levon Helm's Rambles, and Levon started doing his uh, Rambles, you know, a few years ago here in New York, and unfortunately, he passed away. But, um, you know. Phil has created that vibe. Yeah, that spirit and, sort of lives on. Yeah, in that Terrapin kind of... Crossing, and just you know, being able to play your own venue and have people come to you and just sit in—it's a, 
It's a cool gig. That's great. Well, yeah. thanks so much, Jen, for stopping Thank by. You guys, you. check her out on the Facebook NYC Jam Gal. And uh, also, you have um, upcoming stories, I think, on the band Lettuce that we both really enjoy. Yep. And so We're going to rage. We're going to rage some lettuce. There you go. <laughs> Dude, do those kids love their weed? Yeah. Check out Fly, everyone, if you haven't gotten it's it a yet. New album. It's a new yep. album, and it's, it's pretty awesome. All right. Well, great. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Mike. And uh, what are we listening to on the way out here? Uh, you're going to listen to Blue-Eyed Blues by Leroy Justice. And if you like what you hear, you can go to hightimes.com and listen some more. Excellent. Check this out. And then coming up, we will be back with an interview with Selecta Nicotee. Hey, uh, what are you rolling up there? I'm rolling up a joint. Oh, yeah? And when you roll up a joint, what do you uh, prefer to roll it with? I roll with raw papers. Raw papers? Yeah. Uh, why is that? They're the best. They are unbleached, they burn best, and they work favorably. They're vegan. Favorably and vegan? Yeah, absolutely. Tremendous. Raw papers. That sounds great. Let's, uh, let's light that up. Absolutely. Welcome back. Thank you so much to Jen. And uh, we are here with Selecta Nika T. How are you, bro? Good, man. Really good. Thanks for having me, man. Really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Anytime. And we were just hanging out in uh, in the Bay Area and testing out some of that solventless hash. And uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about your experience out there? You know, I had an amazing experience. Um, it was a little bit of a work vacation for me. Um, did a little bit of partying and a little bit of work. But uh, I really enjoyed myself, especially speaking on the panel, getting to uh, teach more and more people about safety precautions when extracting cannabis products um, and uh, all the other stuff that surrounds around the concentrate world. Um, it was definitely enjoyable to get up there on stage. I love it. Cool, yeah, and you made some interesting points. Uh, this was Bobby Black's panel about uh, dabs, which is basically our slang that we use for uh, BHO, which is butane hash oil or, or hash extraction, um, that's done with a solvent such as butane or hexane. Um, and one of your specialties is actually to make that solventless hash using ice water. I guess some people would say that water is the ultimate solvent, but I guess it's much more difficult to explode, right? Yeah, and I would, you know, I would argue that, yes, water is the universal solvent. However, in the form that we use water, we're actually using it as a mechanical vessel to actually separate the trichomes from the stalks or the trichome heads from the stalks. So we call it a mechanical separation. Therefore, the way in which we use the water is not using it as a solvent. Right. Um, and that's... You know, kind of how we describe uh, our, th- our product. Right. Cool. I think uh, the key, uh, from what I came to realize, to your particular method is using really, really cold water and 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 controlling the temperature, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, I'd say there's a lot of you know keys to the method. 
um, but the temperature, the humidity of not only the ice and water mixture, but also of the environment is definitely key key factors in the process. Now, what type of, of uh, product is best to use? I, I get this question a lot. Do, do you use trim? Do you use uh, shake? Do you use buds? Do you pulverize? Yeah, you know, for our particular process, we actually prefer fresh frozen close leaf trim. Um, so basically just the sugar leaves, none of the water leaves or fan leaves. And uh, we prefer it to be fresh frozen. However, we do process a lot of dry material right now in the industry in Colorado. And we're actually, we've dialed in our dry material so much that we're able to get a very, very similar high-end product with the dry trim. We don't suggest using um, bud or bud shake, I would say, I would call it. Um, LARF is also definitely an option for us. We love to use LARF, but I'd say when it's full-on buds, our surface area is um, taken away from us quite a bit. Um, so in order to process buds, um, we suggest keeping them fresh frozen, cutting them into smaller pieces of area larf, and then processing it. Um, so it is possible to process buds, but there are a few uh, steps to take into consideration before the uh, processing is started. Cool, cool. And so by fresh frozen, you mean after people have trimmed their buds and and taken the fan leaves off, but then they they trim the closer leaves that have the the sugar leaves you're talking about with trichomes on them, you uh, then immediately take that fresh trim and put it in the freezer and use that rather than letting it dry out. Yes, definitely. And, you know, there's a few different, especially in Colorado here, centers definitely do things a little bit differently from each other. Um, So some centers will hang dry all their plants and then trim completely dry trim. Um, And in that case, we like to get the trim as fast as possible. If it's dry, have it placed in a refrigerator, actually, for uh, the time being until we process it. Um, But, yeah, with the fresh frozen, yeah, Oftentimes, the center will be trimming fresh buds before they hang it um, and then hang the buds after they're trimmed. We take that trim and put it in the freezer immediately, and that's when we like to run it. Okay, and by run it, you mean to put it in that ice water extraction bucket system uh, and use the different grades of, of mesh bags to pull that, those, that various product out. Now, what's yeah, exactly. Your, right, what's, your, what's your favorite of the micron sizes? You know, it's really going to depend on the processor's different methodology behind it, as well as what size micron bags they're actually using. Um, so just for an example, if I have just a 120 bag and it goes straight down to a 38 bag, my 38 bag is generally speaking going to be the highest grade. Um, but since we do a process where we have our 100 micron bag drop down to a 70 micron bag, Generally speaking, for our process, our 70 micron is going to be the highest grade. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's also going to be a lot of variables in that. Certain indica strains of ours in the fresh frozen will actually produce some of the most terpene-rich, strongest-smelling, tasting, uh, clear, you know, translucent product in the 120 bag. Um, So a lot of it's going to depend on the growing medium and strain. But generally speaking, I'd say as a general consensus we believe that the 70 micron bag is is the best yeah that that seems to be kind of the consensus but like you said uh different strains have different size trichomes so people need to dial it in for their particular strains that they're using as well um one thing i should mention oh how important is it to dry out the product after you've pulled it out of the uh ice water Extremely important, and actually for us, getting a large uh, open-aired surface area to our hash um, is extremely important. As soon as we pull them out of the bags, we want to remove as much water as possible to retain that terpenoid level that we're really after. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's one of the tricks that I think we pride ourselves on a lot is we're really able to pull out the water fast enough to retain a lot more of the terpenes than a lot of other processors are able to retain. Um, we do that by actually pushing the hash through a sieve um, immediately after we've collected it, and then we let it lay out completely flat and open to the air to dry, um, rather than pressing all the water out and leaving it in a clump to dry. Cool, cool. Um, well, I gotta say, I've tried uh, some of your solventless 
and I would put it up there among the best I've ever had as far as that particular product it, uh, goes. I find that a lot of people, when they make ice water extracted hash, don't get all that water out of it, and you end up having what I call sizzle hash instead of really bubble hash. And uh, and when you end up putting that onto a dabber or wherever you choose to do, it ends up really just – I mean it, it, even when it's not moldy, which is absolutely unacceptable, it still has that like kind of wet taste to it. So uh, mildewy taste. Right, yeah, exactly. right. And if there is any kind of white you know, mold or mildew, definitely discard uh, your hash immediately if you're listening to this. Um, another thing I should mention is that you were traveling with the great Mila. Uh, how, yeah, 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 yeah. From Amsterdam, the the inventor of the uh, the pollinator and the isolator and and all that. So tell me a little bit about that experience. You know, I uh, I met Mila in Amsterdam over I think six seven years ago now. Um, it's been a while, but uh, I had originally gone out to Amsterdam to meet her, in fact, um, and to also do a little bit more research on the new fad of BHO when it was just emerging into the industry. Um, but uh, I really, uh, really enjoyed my time with Mila and the dam. Um, she has been pretty much my hero um, throughout these these last years of processing. Um, she taught me so much oral tradition when I was in Amsterdam that's really helped me um, hone in on all my skills to have essential extracts become, you know, the great company that it's becoming. Um, I owe a lot of that to Mila. And uh, it was really nice catching up with her, actually, just a few days before I came out to the Bay Area in California. Um, I was out in Colorado, and we had a little meet-and-greet with Mila, and it was really nice to see her, um, just catching up with her. Um, she's an amazing woman. She's uh, just uh, just such a warm-hearted woman, um, such a generous woman as well. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so, and she knows uh, her hash. <laughs> yeah, she definitely knows her hash, and uh, <laughs> having her smoke my product was just an honor for me because um, I looked up to her for so many years. But um, then we, uh, you know, once again got to catch up in California when she was out there for the Cannabis Cup, so it's been kind of a nice couple of weeks here hanging yeah, out with Mila. Yeah, it seemed like she really enjoyed herself uh, throughout her travels in North America, but I do think uh, she had mentioned to me how blown away she was by the venue and the uh, location and the quality of the product, and I think uh, in, her, in her eyes we've come a long way. You know, in that in that eight right. eight years or so, so that was really cool. If people want to know a little more about her, check out her DVD Mila's Journey. A lot of interesting stuff in there about her travels uh, as a youth and 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 more recently in uh, India and and all kinds of parts of the hippie trail. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. As far as music, I know you're you know you're a DJ, uh, a selecta. And uh, your latest CD is called Cushion Coconut Water, right? Yeah, yes, it is. I uh, managed to pass out quite a few of those these last couple of weeks out in California and for the reggae festivals out there as well. Yeah, really good stuff. Um, how, how can people hear more of that if they want to check out your music? I, I, I believe you're on SoundCloud, right? Yeah, I've got um, actually Cushion Coconut Water a little... Uh, pre-version is up available for a free download on SoundCloud right now. Um, I think just search Nika T or select a Nika T on right. SoundCloud. I'm sorry, I don't know the exact address. Yeah, you can also find me on Facebook. Um, I post up a lot of our current events and uh, and uh, sorry, I'm spacey right now. <laughs> a long one. All those dabs at the cup, still, still catching up with me. Yeah, we're recovering um, here as well. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, um, on Facebook, I oftentimes post up current events that we're having. I'm DJing about two or three times a week here in Denver. Um, and then about, you know, every two or three times, two or three times a year, we're uh, releasing a few mixtapes and stuff. So nice. definitely check on Facebook for those release updates. Cool. And it's Nikati, N-I-K-K-I-T. N-I-K-K-A. A, I'm sorry, N-I-K-K-A and then a T. So if people are searching... Uh, uh, it's interesting to me how, you know, you do the music and, uh, the music drops and then with the hash as well, you do like hash drops. And so if people are in the Denver area and they're interested in trying out some of the solventless, where would they go about that? You know, I'd say our home base is the pink house shops. 
Um, we have six of them throughout Denver and the surrounding areas. We've got Pink House Cherry in Cherry Creek, Pink House Pearl in the Pearl Street District in Denver. We've got Pink House Tamarack up on Hamden I-25. And we have Pink House Mile High on 20th and Federal. Um, also, our products are carried at Pink House Verde, um, as well as Annie's. Um, and um, our products are also carried at quite a few other centers throughout Colorado, but those are our main home bases right nice, now. Nice, nice. And they they tend to sell out pretty fast when they show up, so um, people need to stay on top of that. And you, they can do that on Facebook as well. So Pink House is the home base. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah, we got uh, Seattle coming up. Are you going to make it out to any of that or, or Amsterdam I'm this really, year? I'm really, really, really hoping to come out to Seattle and Amsterdam this year. I've got some... Uh, some business to catch up on up in Seattle with the new medical boom up there. Um, some work to do up there, so I'm hoping to make it up there. And then uh, I'd really, really love to make it over the dam for, for the Cannabis Cup in the Amsterdam and see Mila and some other friends in their home turf. Um, I actually had planned a, a little family vacation um, during the time of the Amsterdam Cup, but I just spoke with my family while I was out in California, and I told them that this might be a little bit more important for me right now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Amsterdam, Amsterdam should see me soon. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, fill us in also a little bit about these fires that are going on. Have you been keeping up with that? Yeah, it's uh, it's scary times right now out here in Colorado. Um, before I left to California, it was really just in. Um, Fort Collins uh, were the main fires, and since coming back, they've spread all over the place. Um, Colorado Springs is in danger. Um, it's not engulfed in fire right now, um, as well as Boulder being really close to being in danger. It's uh, really scary. What can people do if they want to help out? You know, um, right now, as far as I've seen, um, Chris Custer is doing an amazing job of spreading some news across the Internet right now. Um, Pink House Blooms, as well as Quite a few other dispensaries uh, throughout Colorado are actually being called drop points right now, and we're accepting um, anything from face masks to handkerchiefs to cases of coconut water, um, all kinds of things to help the firefighters. Um, so yeah. Faraday and all the pink house shops are drop points right now for that. Well, that's great. Um, that's, good that's good to um, hear. That's good to hear. Chris those, Custer is really yeah. doing a great job putting cool. that out there. But, uh, yeah, do you have any plugs? Like, how, how, do, how can people reach you? What, uh, what can you put out there for people if they want to gain more of their education on Solventless Hash and, and on your music? You know, one of the big forums for, uh, for us teaching a lot about the Solventless Hash and other concentrate methods is a little group forum I created on Facebook called Extract Artists. Um, and I created it almost two years ago now, and in the last couple of years, it's really grown in popularity, and uh, it's been teaching a lot of people a lot of valuable lessons before they go and just start blasting butane in their backyard, uh, or before they go and start processing ice water extract, solventless hash, etc. Um, it's been nice for me as well, because um, I constantly learn something new every day, I feel like, in this concentrate and medical marijuana industry, um, because there's so much to learn still. Absolutely. So extract artists, I'd say, is one of the best uh, avenues right now for learning about the, the concentrates and the processes. Um, you can find that by searching Facebook extract artists. Make sure to put in a uh, request to join because it is a private group. Cool. Um, also, um, Instagram's been blowing up pretty big, so you can find me on Instagram at N-I-K-K-A underscore T. Nice. That's Nick T on Instagram. And if people, um, well if people as, want to take a look at the essential uh, extracts uh, products, where could they do that? Yeah, um, we also have a website. Um, you can take a look at essentialextracts.co.colorado, um, but just the CO, not the full word. That will actually tell you a list of all the centers that carry our product. Um, and uh, also give you a few links to go from there and the cool. website. Or if you have any questions, you can feel free to shoot over comments or questions via the website as well. Right on, right on. Well, thank you so much for coming on to Free Weed with Danny Danko. Truly appreciate it. And continue in your quest to uh, educate people about uh, solventless hash and you know all, all the different things about extracting uh, hashish from cannabis. Right on, man. Free the weed. Appreciate the love, Danny Danko. Thank you, sir, and I will see you or talk to you soon.
Hey, everybody. Sorry to interrupt, but here at Freeweed, we have a motto. Give a man a bud, he smokes for a day. Teach a man to grow, he smokes for life. And that is from our friends at BC Northern Lights, our sponsors. And they have been around for the last 10 years making some of the greatest grow boxes on earth. The bloom box, the producer, the mothership, the nursery. These are great investments where you can grow your own Freeweed. Contact them at bcnorthernlights.com. You can give them a call toll-free at 888-236-1266. Check them out. BC Northern Lights, awesome grow boxes, great people, great customer service. That's bcnorthernlights.com, 888-236-1266. Tell them Danny Danko's free weed sent you. Welcome back, and we are now talking our cultivation segment. So we start with the strain of the week, right, Mike? As always, yes, we start with awesome. the strain of the week. We got a good one this time. It's Blue Dream. Blue Dream, a clone-only strain from the Bay Area that won High Times Top 10 Strain in 2010. And one of the reasons I chose it is because it was making a lot of noise that year as, like, the alternative sativa to Jack Herrer or Super Silver Haze. It really reminds me a lot of the strawberry cough that we love so much on the East Coast as well. It's a similar strain. It's a blueberry-haze hybrid. Um, so, like I said, over the past few years, sativa-dominant Blue Dream has become a real dispensary favorite uh, on the West Coast and especially in the Bay Area. It's a staple at many of those medical cannabis collectives. It's like a go-to sativa. Full-bodied in odor, flavor, and high, this colorful strain provides a richness in experience lacking in many other meds. Uh, it's also a great strain for indica lovers wishing to try another route to nirvana. The long-lasting high stays in the head and ends in the body, yet without the sedative effects typical of indicas. So it leaves you fully functional yet pleasantly stoned for an expansive and cerebral experience. Uh, another thing I'll note about the Blue Dream is that incense-like aroma. It's really nice, uh, really nice fruity and spicy uh, smell and taste that lingers on the palate, um, also making it a perfect strain to make hash out of. Uh, the only problem with this strain really is that mites love it as much as everybody else does, so you have to stay veg vigilant and constantly check the underside of your leaves uh, for insects and their damage. Uh, flowering time is eight to nine weeks. Uh, I would give you a contact for it, but it's clone only, uh, and it's a blueberry times haze hybrid. I would tell you definitely to go the full nine weeks with it to get uh, to get the best out of it, even maybe even ten weeks. Um, so yeah, Blue Dream is the strain of the week. And there you go. And if it sounded like Dan was reading most of that, it's because he was, and you can too, because we post these strains of the week on HighTimes.com. So yeah. check that out and many other strains right there. You can learn about them and you can learn, um, well, not Blue Dream, but you can learn where to buy some of these strains. Yeah. I mean, I hear from a lot of patients that Blue Dream is the sativa for them. And check out uh, the local delivery services and dispensaries and see what you can find. Excellent. All right. So uh, what's the tip for this week? All right. Since it's so hot everywhere, it seems like. It is very hot. Um, our tip of the week is how to beat the heat. Uh, this is based on an article that I had in the July issue of High Times, uh, off newsstands now, but still available online. Actually, uh, I think um, you'll be able to get, by the time this airs, you'll be able to get that entire article on the website, right? Yeah, we're going to put it up on the web because it's uh, July and it's the uh, middle of summer, and high temperatures are simply not an option in a grow room. So if it's 90 or 100 degrees outside and you're not dealing with that heat in some kind of way, you are not going to have a cool grow room. Uh, I'm going to pick out a couple of tips out of here. Uh, running your lights at night, this one is a no-brainer. Uh, if you're running the lights during the day, you're going to have uh, at least 5 to 10 degrees higher of temperatures and sometimes more. So set your timer so that your plant's 12 hours of actual quote-unquote daylight during that flowering stage happen at night. You know, go uh, 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. or 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., uh, whatever works for you so that you can still get in there and work. Um, it's still going to give you plenty of time to work in your grow room but it'll always keep it a little cooler if you run those lights at night. So that's one tip. Uh, Air-cooled lighting is another. I mean, a lot of people just hang up a light, but the truth is a lot of these special hoods and vents have intake and exhaust uh, capabilities. So you can run a fan through there, run that air 
through a charcoal filter and run it out of the room and that way you're pulling heat right off the light uh, reducing the amount of heat spectacularly really because you're, you're they're right the light is right above your sensitive plant top so any heat you can pull out of there is great um, you can string several of those lights along in line and for even better efficiency if you have a more than one light grow room and keep in mind that the glass lens reduces the amount of lumens reaching your plants so lower your lights accordingly um, and that's air-cooled lighting and you, you got to have that glass lens in there to make sure that uh, the heat is not escaping uh, another good tip is using less hose uh, for the ducting in your grow room. You want to keep all of the grow room hosing straight as much as possible and down to a minimum in length. Any bends in your venting tubes are going to slow down your air expulsion considerably and really reduce the efficiency of your fans and filters and raise the heat. Um, so any resistance or obstructions along the way of those tubes is really going to hurt your efficiency and raise heat. So insulate your ducting well and make sure it stays straight with no bends, as few bends as possible. So ask yourself, how long is your hose and is it bent? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. there you go. Got it. Uh, another thing is to use white opaque tubing and hoses instead of black because darker colored tubing is going to absorb more light and thus more heat. Um, and most hydro shops will, or nurseries will sell you high-quality white tubing and hoses that deflect heat instead of letting it into the hose. So, And also never use clear tubing for any purpose because uh, if it's in your water lines, it's going to allow light to hit your water and that causes molds. And if it's in your air lines, it's going to just let the heat right in. So no clear tubing, always opaque and white is preferable over black in tubing. Right, no, not in, not in general. <laughs> not we, in that general. Is, that's not this kind of show. No. Yeah, tubing-wise. So that's just a few tips you can find in that Beat the Heat article. Um, I love the intro deck for this as well. I said, uh, hot fun in the summertime might work for Sly and the Family Stone, but if you're growing pot, high temperatures are simply not an option. Not bad, so not my, bad. I got no. my Sly and the Stone Sly reference toss there. out there. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right, well, uh, what do you say we move on to some questions and answers? Yeah, let's take some questions. These all came from Twitter, right? Uh, yeah, last week we did all free weed at hightimes.com, which is one way you can get in touch with us. But this week we're doing all Twitter to keep everybody happy. And if you have a question that you would like Dan to answer on this show, uh, hit him up at Danny Danko, or you can just use hashtag free weed. All that will get to us. We will read it here. Dan will answer it, and you will grow great pot. Yeah. All right, let's get started. Um, at Sour Wonder asks, uh, is it okay to transplant to bigger pots two weeks or more into flower? Will it stunt them? Will more roots even grow? Hmm. All right, well, that is a good question. And anytime you transplant uh, a plant, no matter how gently you do it, there's going to be some level of shock. And when you're doing that during the flowering stage, you're actually going to cut into your flowering stage time. And... So I don't recommend it. I think it's a lot better to do that two weeks before you induce flowering than two weeks after you induce flowering. Now, it's not going to kill your plants, but it will, stunt, it will stunt them and it will have that effect of giving you about a week to two weeks or so of recovery time. And when you do that during the flowering stage, it can't help but kind of hurt your plants in the end. So do that transplantation before flowering if you can. If you have to, if you've got a really root-bound plant in the middle of flowering, you can put it into a bigger container, and within a week or two, it'll recover. The roots will spread out into that new soil, and you will get good growth, but you're going to have to factor that recovery time into your flowering time. All right. Well, I hope that helped. And actually, uh, at Sour Wonder has a second question for you, so let's go to that. Um, what is better for yield and quality? 10 600-watt HIDs or 6 1,000-watt HIDs? All right. Well, either way, uh, you're going to have 60,000 watts. My opinion is the 6 1,000s is better because you're going to get a denser uh, bud and it's going to be more filled out. But the 10 600s is going to take up more of, more of an area. So if you have more square footage, I would go with the 10 600s. And if you're, you have a limited space, I would go with the 6 1000s uh, all in all. You're going to get bigger buds out of the 1000s, but you're also going to have more heat. Uh, out of the 600s, the buds will be a little bit less filled out, 
but you'll be able to cover more uh, more ground. So it's six of one, half dozen of the other, but it really depends on the space that you have. And uh, as far as quality, you're going to get quality out of either one, but I think uh, indoors you're going to get better quality out of the 1,000-watt HID. All right. Thank you, at Sour Wonder. And moving on, at Be Smoking Society. Hey, quick question. Uh, when you open the jars with uh, for curing buds to let the moisture out, how long should you open them? A minute? Five minutes? What do you think, Dan? All right. This one is also a little bit relative because when you first start the curing process, you could be opening the jar uh, several times a day. And when you open it, you're just going to find that there's a lot of moisture in there, and you might want to leave it open for a good five minutes as that moisture gets drawn out. But as the curing process uh, moves along, a week, maybe two weeks in, you can open it for just about a minute just to replace the air that's in there, the spent air, with fresh air. So um, you start with longer periods of time opening the jar until you start seeing a little dryness, and then you move on to shorter periods of time as the curing process goes on. And, you know, when you open the jar and there's no moisture at all and the buds seem still dry but, you know, uh, well cured, you can grind it up and try it out and you'll see if if you have begun your first day of your harvest at that point with the curing finished. Yeah, you want to get that cure right. Otherwise, you're wasting a lot of hard work. Yeah, yeah, and it's a delicate – I think we talked about this on a previous episode, but it's a delicate balance between – uh, dryness and wetness, and you're really trying to find that balance and balance out the bud from the inside out. So the inside of the bud is a lot moister than the outside when you start the curing process, and as that moisture works its way out, you're you're uh, you're evening out that moisture in the bud. So the outside is getting more moist, and the inside is drying out a little bit. And then once that is even throughout the bud, the curing process is over, uh, and you can just begin the long-term storage and the smoking process. Very good. All right. Thanks at B Smoking Society. And I, we have time for one more. I, I like this one for a number of reasons. Uh, first of all, I am Mike Hughes underscore on Twitter. This gentleman is underscore T underscore J underscore S underscore. So God bless him or her. A lot of underscores. Yeah. And I also like it for the politeness. Mr. Danko, sir. Wow. How can I get a job or internship with you or HT Mag? So maybe... Uh, wants to be your personal intern, <laughs> intern or uh, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, we're here in New York City, uh, so that would be probably a requirement. Unless you wanted to freelance for the magazine, we have our submission guidelines on our website for everyone to check out. Uh, there's guidelines there for cultivation stories, for music stuff, anything you want to do for the magazine. And really, your best way to get a foot in the door is to start contributing to the magazine. And, you know, you're making the editor's jobs easier. So then when it comes time for them to look for new employees, which is pretty rare, there's not a lot of turnover. But when that time comes, they're going to look to that pool of contributors first, people who are already working with us, uh, people who have submitted articles that we've printed, submitted photographs that we've printed. Those are the people – that's the pool of people that we go to first when there's a position open. Um, as for internships, that's really done on a case-by-case basis. But we have had people who started as interns end up on the staff. So those are both great ways to do it. And persistence pays off too. And the key is you can't just be looking for a gig where you smoke pot all day and have fun because it's hard work. And we have a magazine to put out every month. We have calendars that we put out. We have books that we put out. We have a, a medical magazine that's a quarterly um, the podcast that we do, there's always work to be done, and we have a lot of fun, but we also uh, complete tasks and finish, you know, follow up on things, and there is a lot of work here, so don't think you're just going to coast along having a blast and not do work, but if you have the proper mentality and you check out those guidelines and work within those guidelines that we've set, uh, you have a chance of getting your dream job, which it truly is. I think we got a glimpse of uh, old man Danko there. I wanted you to shout, get off my lawn, you damn kids. No, <laughs> punk no. kids just want to smoke I, all day. We have well, things to do. And then, <laughs> then we smoke. Get off my lawn. Well, you know, I get a lot Danko. of inquiries where people say, how do I get a job? And then I, I follow up with them uh, and nothing happens because they realize – it is a job, you know. They they really just want to live the lifestyle, and that's no, not. I, I understand. Yeah, Anyways, time for Danny's nap. But um, 
Thank you very much at underscore T underscore J underscore S underscore. Uh, and also for your politeness, Mr. Danko, sir. Yeah. That was very nice. Yeah. Uh, again, if you have a question for Dan, you could get him at Danny Danko on Twitter. Yep. Also, hashtag FreeWeedWorks. Yeah. If you like the, uh, the email... Freeweed at hightimes.com. And if you were insanely desperate, at my cues underscore. <laughs> yeah, we got a Facebook page for the show too, so check that out. Uh, just search for Freeweed from Danny Danko on Facebook and you'll come right to the page. You can like the show there. We put up the new shows there and you can share them with friends and, you know, spread it around. We love it. All right. What do you say we uh, take a little break, come back and put a bow on it? Sounds good. We're going to wrap it up. Wow, episode 24 is in the books. Put it in the books. Thank you so much to Jen Burns, Nika T, uh, all the people at the Medical Cannabis Cup in the Bay Area. Shout out to everybody that, that uh, came up and mentioned the free weed show. I had stickers, gave them out until they ran out. So shout out to all of y'all. All three of you. A few, a few. A few. Uh, and yeah, check us out on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter. Tell your friends. They want free weed. They got to come listen to the show. Uh, love it on SoundCloud. Love being on there. You guys can go on there. You can actually make comments at different points in the show. So if something you thought was funny or interesting, you can actually log in and comment right there in SoundCloud. And we really appreciate all the comments, all the favoritings, all the downloads you guys do, and all the tweets and Facebook promotion. We love it. Uh, Instagram is our, our next big thing. But yeah. Thank you so much, episode 24, all the guests, and we will see you guys next week on Free Weed. We'll be back. Play us out. Sting's going to play us out. What whole thing? Do the whole intro again. Okay. You're gonna play us out. We'll do it fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it's it fucking, fucking high. Sucks. <laughs> All right. Couldn't have been any better than that. Yeah, thanks, Mike. And uh, yeah, I just want to give a quick shout out to your mom and to Craig. All right. Thanks.